0: Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. Lafanya Jones Hines, and Dr. Nishel Wall. Now, don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back. It's supervision time. Today's mood music is brought to you by Meredith Brooks. I'm not going to say the actual title. We're going to say the censored title so we don't get demonetized. Nothing in between. <laughs> what is a Karen? <laughs> oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so excited to talk about this. Uh, so easy off the cuff would be uh, a Caucasian woman uh, that won't speak to the manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's that's the like, what most people are going to say. Okay. Okay. I agree with that. I think oftentimes it is a Caucasian woman or a man who happens to not like something. And instead of healthily problem solving, they take it upon themselves to become really aggressive, really forceful, and try to dominate the individual that they are upset with. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of those definitions are correct. I'm going to give y'all the researched definition (laughs) okay so a karen is a middle-aged white woman who is perceived as entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is normal agreed agreed and agreed okay normal is relative and we're talking about the pejorative term of karen not that there can't be other karens of other races and ethnicities and nationalities Mm -hmm. but this is what the term was generally created for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know just kind of like we were talking about in the previous session there is such a sense of entitlement that comes along with um you know women that are karens and you know i think one of the things that's really important to keep in mind is that there's like a not really an off switch for these individuals okay until they get their point across or until there's some other authority figure that finally kind of puts the hammer down and says, you cannot go further than this. Yeah. You know, I think about one of the like early during the COVID days when people were, you know, required to wear masks. Mm -hmm. Um, I was watching this one video of this lady was being refused allow uh, entry into the store and she was calling the police to basically have them help her get into Mm -hmm. the store. And, you know, they were trying to tell her like, that's a private business. They don't have to let you in. You no. have to abide by the rules of that private business. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the cops actually showed up and told her, <laughs> you know, all the things that she was saying were untrue mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, I have a, uh, a mandate. and all, It was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't until the cops actually showed up. Like, it didn't matter that the 911 operator was trying to mm-hmm. tell her. Like, she needed somebody with more authority. Mm-hmm. To tell her, no. Well, I I think it's that sense of entitlement that's connected to their vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like, I, whenever I see a Karen, I say, who hurt you? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you are really, at this point, you are really fighting for something that really don't even need to be fought for. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like when you know that you are wrong, but then you're like, I want to save face. So I'm going to double down. Yeah. It's like a repetitive double down. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I'm just like, you look irrational. Do you need a hug? Mm -hmm. Not from me, but from somebody else. Like, (laughs) do you need a hug like to calm you down, to settle you, ground you? Because you are spiraling at such a large degree as if something dangerous has actually happened to you
1: mm-hmm. and i feel
0: like y'all they go to the same school they go to the same school because all of y'all do the same thing yeah it's, it's like it's, y'all it's do like the what formula. we talked about mm-hmm. in the the previous session is you know there has been generations and generations of this learning yeah. of bad behavior and this is the way to get your needs met even if the Mm -hmm. need is not even a need you know that whole saying about like white tears like that is a real statement a lot Mm -hmm. of times people use it in a very derogatory sense Mm -hmm. but it is very true like if that person is able to cry you um develop the I can't think of what it is but the emotional response uh for someone to side with you Mm -hmm. you must be the victim because you're crying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you could just be a little sociopathic Right. You know, do you remember, uh, maybe a year or two ago, there was, um, videos going around on TikTok of mm -hmm. white women crying on, on, on on cue and being able to turn it off on cue. And I was like, wow, that's really disturbing. It's a little Mm -hmm. domery. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. To be able to just, you know, cry and then turn it off. You know, I don't think that that's something that the most of us are taught how to do. And I'm not going to say that they are taught how to do that. But to see it in that way so many times was really kind of unnerving. Yeah. Well, if if you think about the upbringing of the different cultures and I'm just I'll talk about the two, um, Mm -hmm. the black culture and the white culture, we're taught not to cry, have not to have emotions, Mm -hmm. to stand. Y'all know we don't like the term strong, but. That's what we're taught to stoic. be strong and stoic, but they're taught to be uh, feminine and uh, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. We've talked about Angel that on a distress. previous yeah
0: uh, session when we were talking about women tropes and mm-hmm. and all of that. It's just to me, it's so amazing the dichotomy and how they exist together, and it's just it's been like this for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and both sides are self-destructing because neither is healthy. It's not good to be stoic and it's not good to utilize your emotions for your gain. Right. And the other kind of dichotomy that I think is very interesting that, you know, for, you know, these particular women is that You have on the one hand hand where I'm, you know, taught and educated and Mm -hmm. reared to be the damsel in distress, Mm -hmm. but then I can boomerang so quickly and so far over into rage and, you know, my rage and using that and weaponizing it against people um, to essentially Mm -hmm. do my bidding. Like those are two completely polar opposite ends for a person. Mm to be viewed as this weak victim, but then I'm also this overbearing, you know, punisher. Pu- yes, punisher. It reminds me of that video. I don't know if y'all saw it of the um, person of color that was in Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that woman, like she was calm. She was normal. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it was like, ah! she had fell out on the floor. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, she need a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> from the sixties she, okay. she, <laughs> one, one yeah. she she need <laughs> white them white ones she she need what that what the, the kids used it. to call the booty juice yeah. they still call it the that <laughs> they do. i i when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, oh your spirit done detached mm, like yeah. it is it is as a therapist mm-hmm. it is scary to watch, but my mind is also like, hmm I wonder what's going like on you know that? what i mean <laughs> yeah. but i i, I I'm so happy that that has never happened to me. Cause I don't know if my therapeutic brain going to lock in or if it's going to be all my life. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a fact. laughs> like, I don't know which person to yeah. come out. Cause, I, cause y'all know i will be like, mm-hmm. I think God already knows what my reaction is going to be. So he keeps me away. He protects he me. Hide you. He hides me in the tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what my reaction would be. I've had some almost Karen run-ins, mm-hmm. but they never escalate to, like, becoming the full-blown thing. That's because they see that look in your eye. It's, it's something happening in your Aries eyes <laughs> when you get... I think I have the <laughs> the resting D-face. face. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That RBF? Uh-huh. That, mm-hmm. you know, keeps them. Mm-hmm. Now, us, they, you know. Mm-hmm. But them... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But thank goodness that I haven't had. No, I don't, it, I don't want Me it. Me neither. Me neither. Because I probably would laugh at this point, to be honest. Oh, so, you, okay, that's what we're doing <laughs> today. You know, because I, yeah. am, I am, as I'm aging, <laughs> I am getting to the point of not giving, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, hopefully. G-A-F. <laughs> I don't, if we, you. Uh-huh. hmm yeah, it's too much. It, it really is. And, you know, I don't, I always wonder about like the aftermath, right? So when a person has an encounter with a Karen, we don't see the, like, once the situation mm-hmm. is done and the Karen leaves, like, what happens in her mind after that? Like, you I know, think what it I'm depends saying? on the Karen. Yeah. Because if you have the individuals who, like, we talked about last time, maybe it's more of a Becky. And they don't really understand, but they are still using the same mm-hmm. things, same behaviors. Maybe they're like, OK, well, that resolved itself and it's OK or whatever. And then I think when you have full blown Karens or full blown Miss um, Anns and things like that, there, it's almost like I hate to say it like this, but almost a evilness. It's like, mm-hmm, I got them, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's a range. I don't think everybody falls into one cat- category or anything like that, because yeah. I've seen where things have happened and it's been recorded and you see them smirking or you see them like happy about it. And then also I've seen them completely aloof and not understanding that this is what Mm -hmm. is going on. Yeah. And I would also add to that. um, You also have to remember that they're surrounded by people who validate them. Mm -hmm. So they probably leave the situation, go home and talk about it to people who validate them uh, they don't stand up to them because they bully them too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like when they get home, what happens? Because you hear, you know, if you read a lot of Reddit stories, you s- hear a lot of children mm-hmm. say that they apologize mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. behalf of their parent. It's mm-hmm. so, like when they're going off mm-hmm. on an employee at a store that they talk about remembering like mouthing apologies behind yeah, their yeah, parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while they're up there being <laughs> they're saying, you know, because mm-hmm, they yeah. feel so embarrassed and they feel bad, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the person that's receiving likely some unwarranted, mm-hmm. at least intensity, even if the situation, the frustration is warranted, the intensity of what's happening yeah. usually is not warranted. Yeah. Cause Karens don't seem to be able to emotionally regulate. Mm-hmm. They have no, it almost is almost like they don't have a a gauge that says, stop, you're going too far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know there have been some recent studies that have come out within the last like two to three months that have been researching different forms of um, misogyny, Mm -hmm. patriarchy, um, racism, different things like that. And they are showing that the brain functions and looks very similar to someone who is a narcissist. I can see so, that. I can see that. You know, as, as we continue to delve into that, you know, you're seeing more and more people call those isms disorders and diseases and different things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see where this next phase of psychology goes with those studies. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense because one of the, you know, kind of key underpinnings of narcissism is entitlement. Mm-hmm. Like The world owes me. Mm-hmm. It's mine. Yeah. It's mine. I'm the best. i do what I I don't do any wrong. Yeah. It's you. It's always you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it makes complete sense that if you, you know, are a Karen that you may not be a full blown diagnosable narcissist, Yeah. but you have some traits that are likely pretty similar, you know, Mm -hmm. in your family setting, you're, they are probably the domineering factor. I think the most visible, and recognizable karen that we have in pop culture is kate gosling you know most people she's kind of like where the origination of the karen meme and we didn't see it going there but it went there Uh, yeah now the idea of a karen is not new Mm -hmm. but the meme of a karen Mm -hmm. is fairly new and she was kind of like the thing that kicked that off Mm -hmm. yeah because they were in um that world for a minute i mean Stuff is now coming out more about how she has mistreated mm-hmm. and abused her children, unfortunately, but yeah, mm-hmm. not good. Right. And when you go back and watch, you know, how she spoke to her husband, how she spoke to her children, mm. um, you know, and and this is just in clips and snippets. And I remember watching full blown episodes yeah. back in the day. Um, but going back and looking at some of these snippets, you see like, I can completely understand why their family is almost afraid of them. Yeah. Because mm. it doesn't matter what I say, you're going to criticize what I do, you know, and that there's always this level of, am I going to get in trouble? You turn your I- kids into chameleons. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, puts me in a mindset of and I know my my 70s and 80s babies will resonate with this it puts me in the mo- mind of the girl on Willy Wonka that was like mm. I want it now mm. yeah. I want it right now that's you know really, what I mean that's the blueberry yeah. girl right because you know it was two of them but it's the it's the one with the dad that was so super doting and was like oh, okay, yeah, yeah that's, just that's the blueberry she ended up swelling up like a blueberry <laughs> <laughs> I was just like if you don't get yourself somewhere and sit down, yeah. this ain't your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know. But Willy Wonka, he definitely was giving her the business, though. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Willy Wonka didn't play. He did not. <laughs> Shout out to him. You know, he he's passed. But you know, he has. The original Willy Wonka, that's what we talking about. We're not talking about these these new ones coming out. <laughs> you know. G- Gene Wilder. Yes. But again, you know, just kind of that that thought process up that the people in their lives are you know, walking on eggshells Mm -hmm. and, you know, it creates apologists out of their family, uh, insecurity, you know, about their own abilities, their own skills, all this kind of stuff and people pleasers. Because if I have a parent that is always, you know, critical about everything, emotionally abusing, emotionally abusing, and I also observe you, emotionally abusing other people Mm -hmm. and getting what you want. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what that tells me is it works. So I'm going to go, I can't win and I can't win or I'm going to go one of two ways. I'm going to become a people pleaser or I'm going to be like, you know what? Let me start doing that. Mm -hmm. And you go now the next branch in the next generation of the Karen has been born Mm -hmm. or she's going to turn into a Becky. That's going to turn into future Karen. Yeah. Yeah. No me gusta. Same, Either same. way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how in the world do you know <laughs> if you are Karen? I think you have to have a level of self awareness to be able to see how people react to you. I find that when I am working with someone that is in that mindset, and I don't first of all I'll be like, Oh, you picked me. It it, it It scares me sometimes (laughs) (laughs) because I am African-American, in case you didn't know. And um, what I get from that is once they realize that I am impacting people like this, this is how people are responding to me. It's like, oh, shoot. So I think first being able to get some awareness, paying attention to how other people receive and treat you is one of those first steps because they don't believe it. So we had to get like the proof is in the pudding. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would say if you are a leader what kind of leader are you because they probably think they're good leaders because they get people to do what they want them to do. Mm. So tyranny <laughs> mm-hmm. dictator yes mm-hmm. so I would I definitely agree with Dr. Wall pay attention to you and It Like I said, if you are a leader, pay attention to what kind of leader you are so that you can see how people respond to you. Mm -hmm. Are they responding out of fear? Are they responding because they respect you? Are they responding because you get on their nerves and I I, I don't feel like hearing her mouth? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, And I would say seek feedback, you know, be observant. I agree with you ladies as Mm -hmm. well. But I think you have to start going and seeking feedback and asking people questions, and not making assumptions that you know you are good at what you do, or that people care about you in ways that you may not <laughs> realize that they don't, because mm-hmm. uh, you have overinflated your uh, value in other people's lives, um, in other people's positions, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you no. Know, the other thing that I would say is in the observation piece uh when you see another Karen how do you view that person yep yes do you sit back and say you know what that's right Mm -hmm. because that's unhealthy Mm -hmm. you forgot to put honey barbecue sauce in my bag (laughs) and I want to see a manager and I want to see a manager are you like you know what she right. They forgot the honey barbecue sauce. That reaction was completely appropriate. Or do you even though you behave the same way, you sit back and say, "Oof. That was a bit much." Oh my goodness. yeah Cuz in hear us, we're not saying that you have to take stuff no. from people, but there is a healthy way to do just about everything in the world. Mm-hmm. And you taking out your frustration on someone in order to get your need met is not healthy. Right. Mhm. Agreed. So check yourself before you wreck yourself or somebody else does. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All right y'all, y'all know we always end off with a quote. And today's quote is from Susan Forward, "Manipulation becomes emotional blackmail when it is used repeatedly to coerce us to complying with the blackmailer's demands at the expense of our own wishes and well-being." Plus, control. So okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.